Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Odin's Movie Blog, and welcome to the second annual Wednesday Raven Awards. Cannot believe that we're actually doing this for a second year. So glad that the first year was very successful, and we have had over 400 people put their ballots out there, put their votes in for the best and worst of movies and film in 2019, and I am very excited to be announcing all the winners tonight, and also just to have a lot of fun talking with you all in the chats, and of course, boycott the Oscars, because Hollywood is indeed woke. Hollywood hopefully will start going broke, and it's not going to be until we all start to say enough is enough screw you all and that's why i love doing these things that's why i love doing the raven awards so thank you so much for being here once again i am dressed a little bit fancy tonight i've got the uh the tuxedo shirt on and the jacket hopefully all of you are also dressed to the nines as well because this is the most prestigious award show that there is out there on the internet at least according to myself and to my community but hope everyone is doing very well d live people i see you over there just to know uh d live people I am not going to be nearly as active over there once things start to get going as far as announcing winners and such because I've got so many windows to go through. I spent the last you know few hours basically getting some stuff ready. I've got some cards that's actually going to have the nominees listed for once. So we'll see how that works this year. So it's a little bit of a extra production value, you could say. I also am going to be updating the uh, the website live. So over right now on ombreviews.home.blog, I have all of the stuff going on over there where there is the sheet of nominees. I'm going to be updating that live as we're going through, updating it with winners, you know, just putting that into bold. I've also been going through stats, going through last year's winners, all that kind of stuff. So I'm trying to make it a little bit more, you know, historical this year because this is the second year that we're doing this. So if this is your first year, please make sure you smash the like button and please give me some feedback. In fact, one person did leave some feedback before the stream even started, and that is Jump Top. Thank you for the five euro super chat. Uh, started things off, or is it pounds? I always forget, but he gave me a super chat nonetheless. So Jump Top, thank you very much. He says, you are missing two categories in your awards Odin best actor and best actress yeah we basically last year when we again as a community it wasn't me that I did not create all of the categories I actually said hey what are some categories that you want to see obviously we're going to have categories like best film best movie things like that because that's a pretty standard thing to have but what are some categories that you think should get some more recognition or some categories that you would actually want to see and so I got a lot of recommendations I then let people vote and then the top 24 categories were the ones that ended up being chosen. And so that's the 24 categories that we have. Now, I am definitely open to changing categories in the future. There's a couple on there that are very similar or at the very least are, um, you know, I, I just, I don't know. There's a couple of categories that I think I would be willing to change, but it's not something that I would want to do just on my own. I think that next year, I'm going to just put it out there, maybe between now and next year, I'll say, what are some categories that you think should change or should be combined if there are any, things like that, because I think that might be able to leave some room open for that type of category. But I will say this much. We do have a couple of acting categories because we do have Breakout Star of the Year, so that is, of course, going to be covering the acting category and a lot of great performances this year. But I definitely understand where you're coming from jump top so thank you very much for the advice and i definitely will be considering that in the future as i'm sure the entire community will so in disguise in the chat we got jose Vigia in the chat kevin the speedster is here as well dark ness is here we of course got tina here as well jaysto father chris Miller, hail father last night is in the chat clark kent is in the chat as well nitrium is in the chat what is going on everybody uh, let's see, Stephanie B is in the chat, both my Valkyries are here tonight, Jeremy Swiggs is in the chat as well, Rhaegar Targaryen, Zach Gregg is here, Gmonkey76, Slicer Neons, Gundam Wing Zero says, Hail Odin, Hail to you, Super Anime Gamer says, Hail, what is up my dude, what is going on, Super Anime Gamer, I was actually looking at the stream from last year, the Wednesday Raven Awards last year, and I just, it's amazing that there are so many people that have been around ever since that has happened. Obviously, we've lost some people along the way because that you know life happens, but it's really cool that we have a lot of the same people from a year ago that are still present today, and I see a couple of names that I recognize in the chat today that were present during the first annual Wednesday Ribbon Award. So thank you so much for being here once again, and thank you to everyone that is new to this award show. Uh, let us see here. Let's see. Who else we got? We got Mary. Mary Mayhem's in the chat. And Mary Mayhem, thank you very much for the $2 super chat. Says, still love the beard. Mary Mayhem, thank you very much. Mary Mayhem, I think, has been around since the first Raven Awards as well. So great to have you in the chat as always. Wonderful to have you here. Uh, let's see. Father Christopher Miller says, nice talks. Oh, thank you. You like the talk shirt? You like the talks? Thank you. I'm very fancy today. <laughs> We just need to play some football with it, yeah? Captain Wingster says, It's 
Gordon. Hello, hello, Captain Wingster. How are you doing? Keck44 is in the chat. Bruce in the chat. Glinzer. Dory the Hobbit is here as well. We got a ton of people here tonight. Hope everyone is doing well. Alan Sparks is in the chat. What is going on? In Disguise says, got it as a fight with... Got into a fight on the internet with a dummy. With internet dummy, he thinks all superhero movies should be rated R because he said, I was clueless about movies stating PG where the money is. So yeah, um, definitely PG is where the money is. PG-13 specifically. That is, I think, the sweet spot because you're able to get enough adults to come see your movies at PG-13 and also, of course, the younger demographics as well. Yeah, rated R, here's the problem too. Most comics, to my knowledge, aren't rated R. So why would comic book movies be rated R? Sounds like he has no idea what he's talking about. So in disguise, sounds like you won that one pretty easily. Tina says, past movie nominees, which should have won Best Picture and didn't. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Tina listed a whole bunch of movies earlier about films that should have won, but ended up not winning, including films like Citizen Kane, which, yes, never won Best Picture at the Oscars. Zacharot, 315, what is going on, Zacharot? Uh, Javon St. Louis is in the chat. How is it going? Uh, Dean Heiss is in the chat as well. We got Captain Dean Heiss and Captain Phone Nemo over on DLive. And then Captain Phone Nemo says, confirmed, Odin hates us. I don't hate you. It's not that at all. Captain Mr. Roy is over there as well. It's just that I'm going to have so many random windows open tonight because I, I think I overdid it for myself. So overdid it for myself indeed. Uh, let's see, chat jumped on me once again. Let me make sure I'm just, I'm caught up with everybody. Let's see, Dragon Volador, what is going on, Dragon? Bruce says, cry havoc and let the ravens fly. Damn right, we'll be starting off our first category in just a couple of minutes because screw the Oscars and their late start time for Eastern Standard Time, people. We're going to go ahead and start the Raven Awards a little bit earlier than that. Venom Broly 93, hello, Odin, what's going on? As Father Christopher Miller says, cheap, 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 cheap. Exactly. Fun fact, this is actually a shirt I got, I won actually, at a screening for the Disaster Artist. So it actually has the Disaster Artist on the back of the shirt. So this is a legit tuck shirt right here this is a legit from the movie promoting disaster artist so it's uh you know it's legit when when you have those kind of things happening super anime gamer says had a very interesting day to say the least but glad to be home and safe chilling in asgard glad to have you at the ravens in disguise says say pork and beans pork and beans all right there you go uh hope hope you're happy <laughs> jsto says don't have a tuck shirt just a s suit of armor shirt boom hey Suit of armor works, man. Nathan Slay, when are we getting into the awards? In just a couple of moments, just trying to catch up with the chat. Um, Captain Wingster, it's okay. I think people who made Citizen Kane would rather have the cultural impact than Best Picture. Captain Wingster, that is an excellent point. An excellent point. In fact, there was a really great line last night at the Indie Spirit Awards, which I try to avoid because they end up getting political sometimes too, just like the Oscars. The whole reason why I'm doing and why I started doing the Raven Awards because I was just so sick and tired of all that nonsense, plus all the damn speeches you have to listen through of people just patting themselves on the back. But you had an amazing moment when out of all the actors in the world, you had Adam Sandler winning for Best Actor for Best Male Lead Performance. And he gave a great speech about the Oscars, and he made this comparison to when he was in high school about how he thought it was wrong that he never got nominated and did not get, uh, rather, was not chosen as most good-looking or, you know, the best-looking person in their grade, but instead got best personality. And then he went on to say, I would rather have the best personality than, you know, than to have the best looks, because at some point you're going to fade, you're going to get older, you're going to get uglier over time, and basically he threw some shade at the Oscars, and it was really awesome to hear it. Um, so even though I don't like the Andy Spirits, it was a great speech from his. I recommend you look it up because he said it a lot better than I did. Alex McCarthy says, Hope, Commando, and Rambo win. Alex, I just skipped over your votes, man, because I knew exactly when you when it was you that voted because it was all 80s movies, which, which is just not relevant. <laughs> it's just not relevant whatsoever. John Early says, do you watch Jeremy John's video where he recaps the Oscars after the show is over? I like Jeremy John's. I watch pretty much all of his videos. So if he does another one, then yes, I will. Jeremy Swiggs is glad that I said that. Father Grizzard Miller says, you should get the Disaster Artist on Audible as it's read by Greg. Oh, hi, Mark Sestero. I have the actual book. So that's definitely something that I would, uh, I would look into. I'm basically, I have an Audible subscription right now. My goal is to try and build up my Star Wars audiobook, audiobook collection because I'm just, I'm obsessed with the, with the EU right now. And then eventually over time before I cancel my Audible subscription because I'm not going to need audiobooks forever, I might try and get a couple of 
uh, titles like that one, for instance. Superman Gamer says, also, you're looking dapper this evening. Well, thank you very, very much. I do appreciate it. Thank you, kind sir. Uh, Mega Jetty One, what's going on, dude? He says, hail to Odin, the Raven Awards. Thank you very much, Mega Jetty One. I appreciate it very much. Um, all right. Are we caught up yet? Are we caught up yet? Dean High says, knew you'd be here, but two nights in a row of live Odin is glorious. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate that. And Danielle Safraz says, the Safdie Brothers speech at the Indie Awards was so clever. I never, I didn't get to see theirs. I did not get to see their speech. I did not like Uncut Gems. So that's just my own personal thought. I was not a big fan of Uncut Gems. Was not really my cup of tea. Um, but I think that the Indie Awards are definitely, or the Indie Spirit Awards have a place. I think that giving recognition to smaller independent films that can get overlooked by the Oscars is a good thing. I just wish that they wouldn't get involved. Like the fact that you have shows like the, you know, the Spirit Awards getting political makes sense because it's still Hollywood, even though it's definitely a smaller scale and it's independent filmmaking specific. It's still Hollywood. Like it's still, it's still attended by a lot of these Hollywood huge elites. So I always still have an issue with it. But now you have even shows like the freaking uh, the Razzies that get political now, too. And it's just it's just ridiculous, man. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Alex says, I voted correctly last night, and that was what counts. Okay, glad to hear it, man. And then Father says, if you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? Ah, uh, putting on the Ritz. In disguise, we had a drink. Uh, we had we had a drink. Mary laughing so hard last night. She snorted. Seems alcohol and pork and beans was the cause. Oh, okay. Okay, so Mary sounds like some people uh, found that pretty funny. But anyway, before we get started with announcing the first category of the evening, just a couple of fun facts before we get anything. So just talking about the actual nominations themselves. So the film that had the most Raven Award nominations this year was actually Alita Battle Angel that came in with 12 distinct nominations. That includes multiple nominations in some categories, but 12 nominations. The actual second most, or based on my tracking, someone can easily correct me on this, uh, based on my tracking, the next most most nominated film was actually Avengers Endgame. However, Avengers Endgame did get nominated in several negative categories, so take that number for what you will. Uh, Films like Joker received eight nominations, and then Captain Marvel received five nominations, and again, in categories you don't want to be nominated in. And lastly, I tracked John Wick 3, which received five nominations as well. So the most nominations for this year's Raven Awards goes to Alita Battle Angel, so that's obviously always a great feat to have, because it means you've got broad love and broad appeal all over the place, and I'm very excited to be announcing all of the winners tonight as well. Bruce says, I voted for Alita as much as possible. Awesome, Bruce. Glad to hear it, man. Yeah, Alita got a lot of love. I'm not going to reveal too much about the uh, results quite yet because you'll find out tonight, but Alita did get a fair amount of love in the uh, the voting and in the polling. All right, I think we're ready to start. I think we're ready to have our first award of the night. So let me go ahead and get my fancy studio set up live because I have created cards this year for every category. Now, some of them are better than others, Some of them are lacking in detail, and this is something that I hope in the future, for next year and the years to come, I can come up with a much better-looking setup. But instead of me just reading off the categories, or rather reading off the nominees, without any actual, you know, uh, visuals to look at, I decided to put something a little bit together tonight. So let me know if if you like it or not. And uh, here we go. The first category, the first Raven Award of the evening is for the category of Best One-Liner. And so, the nominees for Best One-Liner this year are from Avengers Endgame, I Love You 3000. From Joker, You Wouldn't Get It. From Alita Battle Angel, F Your Mercy. From Avengers Endgame, I Am Iron Man. And this has been a controversial one, but from Joker, a lot of people were putting the last part of this, but I decided to put the entire quote because I think it's important for context. As you all know, context is very important. And that line, of course, is, what do you get when you cross a mentally ill loner with society that abandons him and treats him like trash? I'll tell you what you get. You get what you effing deserve. All right, those are the nominees this year. Fun fact, last year's winner was actually from Deadpool 2. It was the line, you're so dark, you're sure you're you're not from the DC universe. So last year's winner was Deadpool 2. But this year, this year, the winner... For the Raven Award for Best One-Liner goes to Joker 
for what do you get when you cross a mentally ill loner with society that abandons him and treats him like trash? I'll tell you what you get. You get what you effing deserve. Congratulations to Joker for winning best one-liner at the Ravens this year. Congratulations to Joker. Uh, that is, of course, the first Raven of the Ward, Raven Award of the Night for Joker. Um, I'm sure that there's going to be many other awards to be given out to multiple films over this evening, but Joker absolutely deserved that award because no matter what part of the quote you use, there's not only just so much truth to that quote, there's also just so much greatness in the performance that Joaquin Phoenix gives when he delivers that line. If you have not seen Joker yet, it's one of the most powerful lines to delivered in the entire movie and of course that last part you get what you effing deserve is being used in countless memes across the internet and is having a very profound i would say cultural impact on the way that we talk to each other so there we go the first winner of the night is joker so joker has picked up one raven award this evening and it goes into the annals of history alongside deadpool 2 as well let's see jeff uh, Turner, Mega Jetty one thank you for the super chat, says, do you have a log of who voted because I did this year? So I don't have a log of names. It just tells me where that person was from. It gives me like the country. I don't have the actual names of the people. It doesn't track that. That'd be kind of creepy if I had the list of everyone's names because it didn't ask you for that information. But I knew that Alex McCarthy had voted because he's obsessed with 80s movies. And as soon as I started to see in his nominations that every category he put an 80s movie... It was process of elimination for me that it was he <laughs> that, that had <laughs> had submitted that ballot. Uh, Reed, thank you very much for the $25 super chat. I was actually looking at last year's awards and I was like, wait a minute, where where has Reed Palancia been? So, so glad to see that you're still around. Uh, it says, thanks for all the effort entertaining more so than the main awards. Well, Reed Palancia, thank you very much, so much for that. I really do appreciate the support and uh, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Mega one says, I think I voted for I Am Iron Man, which was a powerful line. I was not a big fan of Endgame, but if I can say anything positive about the movie, I can say that that was probably the, the most powerful line in the film because at the end of the day, Iron Man had easily the best arc in the entire film. Had the best arc in the film. Robert Downey Jr. is still amazing. Even if I hate the movie, I still like Robert Downey Jr. So, absolutely. I think that's a good choice. Kathy Wingster says, the Ravens, the Ravens aren't diverse enough. Odin needs to be a black trans woman. Well, I can't really do anything about that. So I'm very sorry that I can't do anything about that. But <laughs> there's always next year, right? Uh, let's see. Danielle Sar- uh, Sarfaz says, will you cover the Academy Awards turnout on stream? I know you're boycotting, but I just have to ask. So I'm not going to be covering it. Uh, I'm sure there's some people in the chat that might be posting because I know that there, last year there were people that did a double take. They did a double coverage where they watched the Oscars and the Ravens at the same time. So a lot of those people were putting results of the Oscars into the chat. So if those are put in and I'm tagged in it. I'll, of course, read those out throughout the night. But I'm not going to be actively following it because I'm, you know, I am trying to boycott them <laughs> because I'm just so tired of their political messaging. And since it's 2020 and you know that every speech so far at all the award shows have at least had one person go off on random tangents about the election. I just just have a feeling, I have a strong suspicion that a lot of people are going to do that this year. So, yeah, I, I'm just staying away from that altogether. Um, Laura Russell, my fan fiction story, says, 80s movies are the best. This is true. 80s movies are pretty good, but you can't really nominate it for 2019 awards. So, <laughs> uh, Entertainment Hacker, thank you very much for the super chat. I really do appreciate that, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, JKD Buck says, we love you. I love you, JKD Buck. Thank you very much, man. And then Jay Stowe says, won't we, my country, I am from Ork. Won't we, my country, I am from Ork. What? What does that even mean? That was very confusing for me. (laughs) Uh, Captain Wingster says, Odin, your award show has excellent pacing, unlike the Oscars. Well, Captain Wingster... Thank you very much. I really do appreciate that. You also don't have to listen to their, their crazy speech either. Now, you have to listen to me talk, but hey, I think that's a small price to pay for getting an award show that is run by the fans for the fans. So, I, I think that that's definitely a lot more worth it. <laughs> All your base are belong to us. I don't know what that means. 70B says context. Context is very much key. Context is so very important. Orc is from Mork and Mindy. Ah, okay. See, yeah, context, right, Stephanie B? That went way over my head. Way over my head. Darkness says, since Hollywood is super woke, Little Women will win Best Picture. Darkness, it's not going to win Best Picture. 
Uh, it just it it has not won any of the guild awards, and the guild awards are always the way that you track what's likely to win best picture. There's two movies that are the most likely to win best picture, and they're 1917 and Parasite. Parasite won SAG, so it's got the actor support there. 1917 has won basically everything else, which is why it's the clear front runner. But We'll have to wait and see. There's definitely a chance that a random dark horse, like maybe a Jojo Rabbit, could come through because there is a lot of support for that movie. Little Women, even though it got high ratings from critics, doesn't seem to have as much broad appeal across the Academy. Otherwise, it would have gotten nominated in a lot of more categories. And also, the fact that Greta Gerwig did not get nominated for directing tells me that it doesn't have as much love as some might think. Uh, Captain Phonemo over on DLive says, I can't decide if Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Joker, or Lighthouse is my favorite shot movie of the year. Yeah, there were a lot of great nominations this year for cinematography, and I think that all of them have really good good, good, good cinematography. I would add 1917 to that list, because uh, 1917 had some of the most interesting shots uh, in, in movie history, I would say. Uh, Father says, Puritan Valentine's Day card number one, I need you. To help raise livestock and crops, or surely we will starve to death come winter. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Jace Doe says, um, I was supposed to say, you won't see my country, I am from Orc. Okay, yeah, you see, I, okay, that's what you were saying. You won't see my country, I'm from Orc. Ah, gotcha. See, yeah, I, I'm, I never watched Mork and Mindy, so that went way over my head. That went way over my head. Way over my head. You should know this. Megajetty1 says, Can't stay and watching Tango and Cash with my stepdad, but I like the vid and will rewatch later. Thanks for having me. Megajetty1, thank you for stopping by, man. I appreciate it. Super Anime Gamer, if JoJo Rabbit wins Best Picture, we riot, period. Yeah, I didn't like that film overall, and that's one of the like it's one of the three or four movies nominated this year where if it wins, I will probably make a reaction video to it because if 1917 wins great it's a great movie if joker wins awesome it's a great movie if parasite wins great it's a it's a fantastic film if uh what 4v ferrari is nominated too if that one wins great it's a fantastic film i might be forgetting one as i said i haven't been following the oscars as i normally do nearly as in much detail but i think all the other nominations for the most part are movies i yeah because it's little women no uh you also have Oh, my God. Little Man. Jojo Rabbit, which, again, I think is vastly overrated. What else got nominated this year? Hmm. I'm blanking out already. It doesn't matter because the Ravens are more important anyway. That's where my mind is right now. <laughs> uh, 70B, thank you for letting them know how to contact me in the chat. I appreciate it very much. Nathan Slay says, I know that Ford Ferrari isn't a masterpiece, but for some reason I am okay with it being nominated for Best Picture. It's a great movie. It's one of my favorites of the year. Um... The masterpiece part, I think, comes down to watchability. I I personally would not... I don't feel the need to watch it over and over again. But it's a fantastic film. Objectively, it is damn near flawless. It is very, very well done. So I, I, I think that that is something that... Absolutely, it deserves the nomination that it got. And it deserves a lot more love, actually, I would say. It deserves a lot more love than what it actually got. Because the acting in that film also was spot on. And a lot of them got snubbed. Uh, Laura, thank you for the $20 donation. I'm assuming that's through, yeah, I think that's through Streamlabs. So, uh, thank you very much. Reed also donated through Streamlabs earlier as well. So thank you, Laura, so much. And she says, thank you for doing this. You are awesome. Laura, thank you so much. That really does mean a lot. Thank you for the support. And, uh, thank you for, for being here for what the better part of a year now at this point. Uh, and always, and always for being so supportive and also for calling me out on my nonsense. Whenever I have had nonsense in the past, it really does mean a lot. Um, that you've been here even through my nonsense. So thank you so much for that, and I really do appreciate it. Uh, Nathan Slay, Marriage Story was nominated. Ah, uh, there's the other one, yeah. No, Marriage Story is also, I got halfway through it and hated every second of it. <laughs> I was just so annoyed by the entire film, and I was only 50% of the way through the movie. Oh, man. Super says, I'm still pissed they didn't nominate Bale. Christian Bale was fantastic in Ford v. Ferrari. Like, he, he should have gotten something. And that's the reason why I, I again... There are so many reasons. There are so many reasons. So many reasons to call out and boycott the Oscars. And those are just some of the reasons why. All right. Well, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's not draw this out any longer than it needs to be. So let me go ahead and get the next category prepped. Um, let's see. Where are we right now? We're going into number 23, right? Yes. So the next category is a category that I love. This is a category that I'm never going to get rid of because it's a category that I think honestly deserves to be in the main show for the Oscars. 
and it ticks me off to no end that these people in Hollywood do not get the recognition that they deserve. And that, of course, is for stunt work. Stunt teams, I think, are the most ignored group in Hollywood, and yet they are so crucial. No action film can be made without a good stunt team. And I think that the stunt work in all of the films that are about to be nominated were, were fantastic, and all of them deserve the recognition that they deserve for that very reason. Before I put the nominees up on the screen, it's important for us to note that last year's winner of Best Stunt Work was Mission Impossible Fallout. So the team for Mission Impossible Fallout won last year's Raven Award. It was a very well-deserved award because if there's one thing we can say, the stunts in Mission Impossible Fallout were absolutely freaking amazing. Tom Cruise, exactly someone mentioned. Tom Cruise just, you know, he's his own stuntman for, what, 99% of the stunts? For vast majority of the stunts that you see in movies starring him, he does most of them, including flying vehicles like helicopters and in the upcoming Top Gun 2, freaking jet planes, man. So insane. Um, So they they absolutely deserve the love that they get. Father Christopher Miller says, I'm rooting for Brie Larson stunt double. (laughs) And then this guy says, that and comedies, Oscar snub comedies. That is also very true. But the stunt work and the stunt teams, I think, are a team, a group of people that deserve a lot of love as well. So here are the nominees this year for Best Stunt Work in a Movie. And the nominees for Best Stunt Work of 2019 are 1917, Avengers Endgame, John Wick 3, Alita Battle Angel, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So again, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Endgame, Alita Battle Angel, John Wick 3, and 1917 are the nominees for the Best Stunt Work of 2019, the Best Stunt Work Teams of 2019. And the Raven Award for Best Stunt Work of 2019 goes to the stunt team of John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum. Congratulations to the cast of John Wick Chapter 3, especially the stunt team. Uh, Obviously, you have Keanu Reeves, who does most of his own stunts as well, and always treats his stunt team so well. I mean, there's always the stories of him taking the most of the most of the money that he gets from the films that he does, and and giving it and buying them. What was it? They buy. I think he bought them motorcycles one year. He bought them all Harleys or something to that effect. He's just an amazing guy. And so the fact that he shows so much love to the stunt team is what I think Hollywood should be doing to their stunt teams as well. So shout out to John Wick Chapter Three for the stunt teams uh, and all the people that worked on that film to get all the stunts looking the way that they did. Shout out to John Wick Chapter 3. Amazing film, amazing stunt team, and just fantastic film overall. So congratulations to John Wick Chapter 3 for winning its first Raven Award of the evening and joining the likes of the team of Mission Impossible Fallout. So congratulations to John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum, one of my favorite films of the year. And again, definitely some of the best stunt work that we've seen in 2019, and I would say the last few years especially as well. Captain Wingster says, Odin, Brie Larson's butt double wasn't nominated. <laughs> You're damn right she wasn't. You're damn right she wasn't. <laughs> Glinzer says, just like there's an actor and actress category, I see the future having best male director and female director. Yeah, Glinzer, I, here's the thing. The only reason why they might not do that is because they want to basically force voters to choose female directors. I think that it's going to go in that direction before they split it into best male, best female director. But down the road, yes. Down the road, I could totally see them doing that. No question about it. Uh, Nitrium says, you should announce the runner-ups as well if possible. Yeah, I'm basically, uh, I'm going to go through at the end of the night um, because last year I did that, but I feel like it took up a lot of time. But basically, I'm going to, at the end of the night, upload onto the website the rankings. So it'll go one through five for the main categories. And it'll have what got first place, second, third, fourth, fifth in the voting. It's not going to have the actual voting totals, um, but it will have a lot of that stuff. And also, I am updating the website tonight. Uh, So every time I announce a winner, I'm making it bold on the website, ombreviews.home.blog. That way, that can be updated in real time as well. Let's see. Captain Dean Heiss over on DLive says, Nonsense! Come on! He has a movie blog. Do I? Do I? That's an alleged comment right there. Captain Vonemo says, I'll go with John Wick 4. Uh, John Wick 4 is probably going to have amazing stunt work as well. No no doubt about that. No doubt about that whatsoever. 
Nitrium says, just the second place would be fun to know what came close. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll go ahead and announce that right now since you did ask about it. So uh, for the first category, obviously, best one-liner went to Joker's Line, which ended in you get what you effing deserve. Second place was I Am Iron Man. So I Am Iron Man actually got the second most votes for best one-liner. Then F Your Mercy, You Wouldn't Get It, and I Love You 3000. And then for best stunt team of 2019, John Wick 3, of course, won the Raven there, with runner-up being Alita Battle Angel, then 1917, then Endgame, and then Once Upon Time in Hollywood. So Alita Battle Angel has had a very strong showing, I would say, so far. Um, But right now, Joker has one, and uh, we also have one for John Wick 3 as well. So those are the uh, winners and also what got close at this point in time. So Jeremy Swig says, yeah, sure, you have a movie vlog, and Jeremy is really above average. (laughs) Then we know that I obviously don't have a movie vlog then, because if that other thing we know is not true, I can't have a movie vlog. That's just how it goes, man. (laughs) That's just how it goes. As In Disguise says, I am Spodicus. And then Tina says, I am Spodicus. I see what you're doing. Soul Assassin then says, Gary has a comic store and Jeremy has hair. So many rumors. I know, right? So many rumors that you just cannot believe. There's no proof of that. As now he adds to the I am Spartacus as well. Is Cory Booker in the chat or something like that? I mean, is that what's, is, is that what's going on? Oh. oh, when he said that. When he said, oh, I feel like I was having my Spartacus moment. I was like, get out of here. Get out of town. Oh, man. Alice McCarthy says, I'll accept the awards for the winners that can't make the Ravens. (laughs) Yeah, what I might do is uh, at the end, I might uh, get the images uploaded and tag certain movies and channels. We'll see what happens. Doubt anyone's going to see it. Doubt anyone's going to respond to it. But hey, doesn't hurt the try. Doesn't hurt the try, right? We are a small but growing community, and I'm hoping that this can take off. And I'm hoping to get more people engaged. You know, I I would love for this to eventually become a kind of just a fandom awards, right? I would love for this just to be, you know, obviously the Asgardian community being at the center of it, but also just for all fans in general, you know? And that's why I was so glad to see we had over 400 respondents this year. So for actual votes for the people that vote on the final ballot, 447 people voted in this year's Raven Awards uh, as, a, as a frame of reference uh, for the nominating process. So only 177 people voted for the nominations for this year's Raven Awards. 447 voted for uh, the winners this year. And compared to last year, only 209 people voted. So we had well over 200 more people vote in this year's Ravens overall. So we've already seen a tremendous increase in the number of voters. I'm hoping that next year's Ravens can, can you know can continue that type of climb, continue that type of uh, growth in that way. And yeah. That's why it's fun. It's fun to see also what people nominate as well because some people's nominations are pretty funny because you can tell there are some people that are obviously trolling and then there's some people like, you know, for example, Alex McCarthy putting all the 80s movies in there. But then there's other ones where you're like, really? Is that really your favorite movie of the year? And you, you just know. You're like, you you watch my channel. You're, you're putting Captain Marvel in there for a reason, I'm imagining. <laughs> All right, Glenzer, thank you very much for the $5 donation. Uh, I believe that's through Streamlabs. Uh, says, Oz movie blog or Oscars movie blog, easy choice for me. Boom, Glenzer. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. Yes, we are indeed boycotting the Oscars tonight because of their nonsense, because they shut out movies and categories and films that deserve so much more love and so much more attention. And also because they constantly try to preach to the masses. That's what I hate it most about it, too, is that they get up there on their pedestal with their idols, with their golden idols in their hand, and then they preach to the American people saying, "Ah, you need to do this. You need to vote for this person. Oh, my gosh. We need to protect this political issue or blah, 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 blah. And all of us are sitting there like, I don't care. I love movies. I'm here to celebrate movies. And that's what it should be about. It should be about celebrating movies. Period. and stop. So thank you very much, Glenzer, for that donation. Father says, new category for next year, 80s movie that Odin must see. No, that's, see, that's a general poll that we can do every night. That's a general poll we can do every stream. <laughs> uh, Fraz says, I can't wait till the Raven Awards grow. Is the Geeks and Gamers team thinking about getting a studio like Collider or New Rockstars? Uh, 
I know that the next big move for Geeks and Gamers is the website. Jeremy has put a lot of time, money, and attention to the website, and I think we're less than a month away now at this point, maybe half a month. Um, Obviously, I don't have the update on that. It could still be a month, um, but I think it's been a couple weeks since he said it was a month, so I'm hoping we're getting closer to it. But based on what I've been told what the website will have and what it'll be like, it's going to be awesome. Uh, I think it's going to be a game changer for the Geeks and Gamers community. I know that I'm going to be a lot more involved in the new stuff that's going to be happening over there as well. And I'm very excited. There's a lot of potential. There's a lot of potential growth with the new stuff that's coming to the website. And yeah, I would love for us to have some some cross-promotion with this stuff too. Because if I could get Geeks and Gamers to have you know some tie-ins with the Raven Awards... That'd be awesome. That'd be really cool. Have multiple hosts, right? Or have, you know, be where people can record, you know, the winners and, you know, announcements and stuff like that. Get some guest stars, some guest hosts, that kind of stuff. There used to be an award show done by YouTubers, actually. Uh, Jeremy Johns was a part of it. I want to say my buddy uh, John Fligginger was a part of it at one point, too. And I want to say it was the Schmoes that started it. And then, of course, then the Schmoes got too big for themselves, and I think they stopped. But it was so much fun. It was my favorite time of the year because the videos would be split up over like three or four different channels. I want to say Jeremy Johns was very much involved with it too. And that's what I would love to see happen too. I would love to see it get to that point where it's always focused on the audience. It's always focused on fans of film and fans of movies. And then y'all get a voice in it as well. The, The only problem I had with theirs is I'm pretty sure it was they that voted. So it was like they chose the people that ended up being the voting block. I would like for ours to still be the fans. So, yeah, I think that that's something that, you know, movie fans should have the ultimate say, is what I'd say, personally. Um, But, yeah, uh, Fraz, there's a lot of fun stuff that's going to be happening with the Geeks and Gamers team over the next uh, year, I would say. Uh, Captain Wingster says, funny enough, I did not troll. I I can tell, Captain Wingster. Uh, let's see, Dollar General Tico, make sure to add a trash fire of the year film so Captain Marvel 2 can win. <laughs> oh, Dollar, Dollar General Tico, have you not looked at the categories? Oh, just you wait. Oh, just you wait. We've got some awesome categories tearing down films. One of which I actually put earlier in the night because I want to have a big category earlier on. We should begin there in a couple. Uh, Tina says, how, how dare you? How dare you? Joke in context, political posturing. I, I got it. With, with how dare you nowadays, you know exactly what everyone's talking about. How dare you exactly. That's what the Oscars are going to be tonight probably. How dare you. You're destroying the planet. How dare you. Then why are you taking private jets and taking your golden idols? Does that not hurt the planet as well? Oh, wait, that's right. You're a bunch of rich hypocrites. I get it. Jeremy Swiggs, any chance it'll be a social media thing even on a small scale? The Ravens, I would love for it to get that kind of thing. I would love for it. As Captain Mr. Roy over on DLive goes ahead and, and posts the how dare you gif over there. <laughs> how dare you? Captain Neil Heiss, Jeremy has had videos where he removed his hat. He does have hair. Could have been a wig, I guess. Definitely a wig. It's definitely a wig, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, but Jeremy Swiggs, I would love for it to be. I would say that the only reason why it's not now is because it's basically a one-man operation right now. And I don't. I just don't think I could handle putting more stuff on uh, that I would be able to actually handle. So, <laughs> Razor X. Here are some award categories you should consider for next year: most overhated film, most underhated film, Redeemer Award. Hmm. We have categories similar to those, I would say, because we have overrated and underrated films, which I think are kind of similar. I see what you're going for, but they're kind of similar in a lot of ways. And then the Redeemer Award, I I do like as well. Um. But I don't, I can't think of any category I would get rid of for that one instead of putting in an acting category, for example. Uh, you know, putting an actual best performance. I don't think I'm ever going to do best actor, best actress. I think it'll just be best acting performance, male or female. Take that, Academy. <laughs> John Early says, considering the, that eight, Batman 89 got a critic's quote which said, movie of the decade, I say screw the 80s, I'm joking. Aw, <laughs> oh, man, Batman 89 was fantastic. Dollar General Tico, no, I'm afraid I missed the categories, but I will definitely vote to see Captain Marvel 2 burn as it deserves. Well, you can check out the categories. Just check out the website, OMB Reviews. You'll find all the nominations this year and all the categories listed as well. And I'm updating the uh, the winners tonight, uh, making them bold in the document that I have posted there uh, throughout the night. 
Catherine Wingster says, Oh, then how dare you? You took my childhood. Jeremy Swiggs, talking about G&G website overall. Damn right, man. It's going to be awesome. Father Christopher Miller says, Razzie's had a Redeemer Award. Yeah, and that's I, underst- I understood the context of where that came from. I don't think I want to jump on that train. Uh, Thunderdog says, What do you expect the Batman to be like, good, okay, or bad? I expect it to be great. But after Birds of Prey, I I don't know. Warner Brothers has proven itself to be hit and miss when it comes to DC properties. Fraz, uh, there should be an underappreciated or comeback category. For example, Willem Dafoe for underappreciated actor or Robert Pattinson for biggest comeback. Yeah, I do like... I have, again, we have a Lifetime Achievement Award. And it's specifically for the most overlooked actor. So I have a category that kind of focuses on actors that are genuinely overlooked by a lot of people. And uh, Willem, Willem Dafoe got nominated this year for the Ravens. So I'll look into it, though. Mike Martinez says, I'm off school tomorrow, so that's nice. That's very nice, Mike Martinez. Congratulations to you. Um, I am not, but I am off the following Monday. Alex Garley says, most, uh, most 80s movies in the current day would be a great category. <laughs> uh, Jay Stowe, how about a sinking ship category for the movie that loses the most money? Definitely would like to see that. However, then you're getting into math. And math, you can't really choose on. I do have a best low-budget film category. Um, but th- those things are covered. Those, those things are covered. Peter Han says, Have you seen lots of 80s sword and sorcery films? No, I have not. And then Dina Proof says, Sup, man, what's your shill of the year? Hey, don't, don't go too far ahead. All right, we have not gotten there yet. And Jeremy Swig says, Why haven't we gotten a Willow and River puppy blog? I know, man. It's because they're very, very hard to film sometimes. All right, let's go to our next category of the evening, which will be Best Animated Movie of 2019. So let me just go ahead and get that prepped up over on my screen. There we go. So fun fact about this category for Best Animated Movie of 2019. Last year's winner was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So a film that also had a very slow start at the box office, but ended up making a fair amount of change. Not as much as I think they assumed it was going to make. And a film that genuinely I liked the narrative for, but was not a huge fan of the animation style. Was not a huge fan of it myself, but the community loved it, and so therefore the community chose it. So again, last year's winner in this category was indeed Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, as now I have to I have to mute this conversation going on. I'm a part of this uh, Geeks and Gamers chat, and I get notifications up the wazoo. Um, usually it's when Uche's talking. Whenever Uche's in a conversation, it's like I'm getting notifications. My, my phone gets blown up every time because he always has a lot to say, uh, and I love it. I love it. <laughs> Not throwing shade, it's just like, oh my gosh, please stop. Anyway, best animated movies of 2019. But before I do, Super Chat just came in. Uh, Matt Ween, thank you for the $5 Super Chat, says, How do you like that snow? And now back to spring. Matt Ween, I freaking loved it, man. We had snow for about three hours. It was completely covered. It was a winter wonderland. It was fantastic. And then two hours later, it was almost all melted. We still have some patches of snow because we built snowmen, and so those are still somewhat existing, but it was really sad. Uh, it was because it went from amazingly beautiful, just powder covered everywhere to, oh no, it's all gone. It's all gone. But anyway, back to the, thank you very much for the uh, donation, Matt Tween. I appreciate it. So going back now to best animated movie of 2019, and the nominees are Missing Link, Klaus, Toy Story 4. How to Train Your Dragon 3, and Frozen 2. And as you can tell, I have very little to do with the nominating process. This is totally from you guys, from the people that voted. Because if it was up to me, half of these movies probably would not be on this list. Let alone Toy Story 4 or Frozen 2, which were just not really for me at all. (laughs) You all know exactly how I feel about Frozen 2. But anyway... The winner for The Raven of 2019 for Best Animated Movie, in a surprise turn for me, actually, goes to Klaus. Congratulations to Klaus. 
uh, ended up winning this category, beating out How to Train Your Dragon 3, which came in second, Toy Story 4, which came in third, Frozen 2, that came in fourth, and The Missing Link, that came in fifth. But yes, Klaus actually had the most votes in this category. And I was very surprised because it's a film I, I myself still need to see. I still need to see Klaus myself. But it got a lot of love. It got a lot of attention. In fact, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and pull up uh, this category. It got 145 out of the 447 votes. It got 145 votes. How to Train Your Dragon Three got 128 votes. So it was definitely a tight race for for a while between Klaus and How to Train Your Dragon Three, which I've heard a lot of great things about How to Train Your Dragon Three. But Klaus had. Let me just put it this way: when the nominations were being put together. Klaus got so many, like an insane number of nominations. So it's a film, I think, that won because we live in a new era, right? We live in an era where people would much rather stay at home, watch their movies on Netflix, not have to go out and spend an arm and a leg on a movie and popcorn and a soft drink, be able to stay home, take their time, pause, all that stuff. So that makes a lot of sense as to why Klaus won this award, won the Raven for this year, because it, of course, is a movie that you could just watch. It could watch it right now. Literally, you could pause the stream, go watch it, come back. I wouldn't recommend that, but you could do that technically. Uh, with the other ones, you'd have to go out of your way to buy uh, if you don't have a Netflix subscription already. But yeah, Klaus ended up winning the Raven Award this year. So congratulations to Klaus. Very, very unexpected for me. Um, the only thing that was kind of indicating that it was going that direction was the nominations, but I thought for sure the bigger budget films would win out. But again... These are the types of things that probably won't happen at the Oscars because there's no production companies and there's no studios that can buy this guy. They can buy an Oscar. They can buy votes at the Oscars. Can't, can't buy this guy, though. Can't buy this guy. Or the people. And the people are the ones that choose the winner. So there is that. Slice of Neons in the chat says, Klaus won. You have to watch it now. You're right. It, it's, it's now officially a Raven Award-winning film. So, yes, it's been on my list for a long time now. (laughs) So, to be fair, it has been on my list for a while. And I have have no reason to not want to watch it. I have no reason not want to watch it. Um, I just haven't. I just absolutely haven't. Uh, Father says, I think Odin comments on the animated films shows how much respect he holds our views. (laughs) Yeah. For anyone that, that nominated Frozen 2, get out. Toy Story 4, get, now again, I respect y'all's opinion. That's why, that's why I allow it. I could be a dictator with that saying, no, I'm not allowing these movies because I didn't like them. I'm not going to do that. I mean, that's the movies that y'all like, even though I, I, I question, even though I question your judgment, I'll allow it. <laughs> uh, Dollar General Tico said, I remember these. You had an open vote link thing. I voted. Boom. There you go. Dollar General Tico. There you go. Uh, tech guy, thank you for the $2 super chat says, I'm in my tux. These awards actually mean something. Boom. Tech guy. Awesome, man. Join in the dressly fine, finally dressed, dressly, dressly find. Yes. The dressly find class of people. Uh, thank you very much for the super chat, man. And thank you for dressing up tonight. I appreciate that very much. Everyone's doing their Oscar parties, all that stuff. They still got to wait 12 minutes before they get any awards. Guess what? We start early. We've already got a few categories down. Winners tonight for Best Animated Movie of 2019, Klaus won. For Best Stunt Work of 2019, John Wick Chapter 3 won. And then for Best One-Liner of 2019, it was Joker's You Get What You Effing Deserve line, which I included with the rest of the speech because I think it's important, but that was the line that got the most nominations in the nominating process. But again, you know me. Context is so very key. And I'm sure I imagine that every time I say that, Tina gets a little bit triggered. <laughs> I just, for some reason, I don't know why. She's not mentioned anything about this, by the way. But every time I read a comment, it just, I feel like she's like, why does he keep saying that? Stop saying that. Damn context. I love it, though. I love it. <laughs> by the way, we got a big category coming up next. Big category coming up next. And I'm actually pretty excited about it for a lot of reasons that you'll find out in, in a bit. So. Um, let's see. Going back to the YouTube chats. Um, let's see. Boom, bum, bum, bum. Oh, we got some trolls, it looks like. But that's okay. 
I was expecting that to happen at some point. Tina says, since we had to vote in every category, I only went with Klaus because Clownfish TV said they watched it skeptically and were surprised how good it was. So I went with that. Yeah, and I think that's something that I will try to fix for next year, only making one or two categories where you have to vote because I want to make sure that no one skips, like no one accidentally puts in a blank ballot. Uh, but I might be changing the services next year because if someone can, any, if anyone has a better alternative to crowdsource, the one that I use for the nominating process, please let me know. I like that a lot for the results, um, but it is somewhat limited on what it can actually do. Um, so if anyone has a recommendation for an alternative, uh, please let me know. Um, you, I'm sure some people pronounce it Claus, but I like Klaus. I like pronouncing it Klaus because it has a K in it. And I just like pronouncing it that way. I just, I just like that. Oh, it's a, it's ah, that was a mean troll too. That wasn't even just a random bot. Wow, what a sad, pathetic life you have, dude. And you just got, you just got blocked. So enjoy. Father Christian Miller says, "Hail El Jefe." Well, thank you very much, good sir. Thank you, Father. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, Father. Um, John Early left the comment, says, I nominated How to Train Your Dragon 3 because I remember a critic who likes animation raving about how good it was for him. And a lot of people loved it. A lot of people loved that movie. So it's a film that I also want to see. Tina says, I get triggered by <laughs> it. was a joke. <laughs> All right, she, she, she saw it later on. Alice McCarthy says, F Toy Story 4. F that stupid... <laughs> That stupid F movie made me enjoy it then, made me mad at the ending, says Alex. Yeah, Alex got triggered by Toy Story 4. And then Tina then says, oh, context, nah, not triggered, but I do wonder. <laughs> uh, that's just what I think, though. <laughs> like, in my head, I just see her going, ugh, he's saying that word again. Jeremy Swiggs, I'm not a troll, even though Frozen 2 was good. Hey, Jeremy Swiggs, if you enjoyed it, good for you. I just don't think it had a story. <laughs> I just asked, what was the story? It was just plot convenience after plot convenience to me. But I, res I respect anyone that voted for it. Uh, but Klaus ended up being victorious. Ended up being victorious. All right. Let's go on to a big category this evening. And it is NPC of the Year. I love this category for so many different reasons. But NPC of the Year. For anyone that doesn't know, NPC stands for Non-Playable Character. Which basically is a metaphor for people that are just ridiculous, that say stupid things, that always try and just say the wokest thing out there, or just suck in general. It's a very interesting mix of people this year. A lot of them are woke, but some of them are also just plain stupid. In fact, there's two people that got nominated together in this year's awards, and it's fantastic. But a fun fact about NPC of the Year, last year, this award went to Brie Larson, Fun fact, this year, Brie Larson got nominated once again. So Brie Larson is officially a two-time Raven nominee for NPC of the Year. So that's something that you can take to the bank, Brie Larson. You're a two-time Raven nominee for NPC of the Year. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, and I'm proud of all of the work that you do. Uh, Jeremy Swig says that was a tough choice. Yeah, I, it was. When you see the nominees, you'll 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 realize, oh, that was a very very tough choice, no question about it. So let me go ahead and get that category set up for everyone. All right, let's see. Boom. All right. So the nominees for NPC of the Year, and the nominees are Kathleen Kennedy, Elizabeth Banks. Benioff and Weiss, Kristen Stewart, and two-time nominee, Brie Larson, NPC of the Year, and The Raven for NPC of the Year of Our Lord 2019 goes to, and now two-time Raven Award winner in this category, Brie Larson Congratulations, Brie Larson. You are now a two-time nominee and two-time winner. You are two for two, girl. You've won NPC of the Year twice. I am so proud of you, and I cannot wait to tag you in this on Twitter later on. You're probably not going to see it, but if you do see it, I hope that you relish this award. You relish the fact that you won and that you are now a double nominee. You won two years in a row, girl, and something tells me, something tells me that there's a very good chance that at next year's awards, you'll probably get nominated again just because it's going to become an, I think, I think it's going to become, <laughs> I think it's going to become 
an on-running joke and gag for people just to nominate her for the sake of doing it because she's got to she's got to get nominated for NPC of the year. So NPC of the year, Brie Larson, congratulations. The one uh, the one duo though that I loved being in here was Benioff and Weiss. Look at them in that upper right hand corner. Look at Benioff and Weiss. They're so smug of themselves. They're like, ooh, we have the best show out there, and we're going to go ahead and destroy it. Well, congratulations, because you did. Uh, but NPC of the Year goes to Brie Larson. In second place was Kathleen Kennedy, which should not be a surprise to a lot of people. Then Elizabeth Banks. Then Benioff and Weiss. And in last place, actually, was Kristen Stewart. So seems like a lot of people are not interested in Kristen Stewart this year, both here at the Ravens and at the box office. And yes, that is a mathematical burn. Congratulations, Brie Larson, for winning once again. Two-time winner, Brie Larson, for NPC of the Year. That just makes me so, so, so very happy. Also, uh, this was a category that was dominated by Brie Larson with 197 votes, and Kathleen Kennedy got 121 votes. Uh, Christian Stewart only got 24, which sounds about right to me. Jeremy Swig says Banks had to have been a close tie. Now, Banks actually got in third place with 74 votes. So 44% of the vote went to Brie Larson, 27% to Kathleen Kennedy, 17% to Elizabeth Banks, and then only 5% for Kristen Stewart, which also just makes me happy. For <laughs> just makes me happy. Stephanie B says your production value is noise, Chief. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I hope everyone enjoys my fun little fonts that I use. It's so funny because there's some people that, including friends, they go after me for my thumbnails, and they're like, oh, your thumbnails, I hate them so much. And I'm like, I'm a simple guy. <laughs> I'm a simple guy who does simple things. And so I figured, hey, I can use the same program that I use for my thumbnails and make them into categories. <laughs> and it'll just be fine. It'll be fine. Everyone's going to love it. I'm sure there's going to be some people that are like very much into graphic design that are going to be very triggered by my decisions, but hey, that just makes it a lot more fun. <laughs> Rob D says, I know this wouldn't apply to a specific year, but would you do a category for best action movie sequel, worst action movie sequel? Probably not, because we do already cover uh, for like worst remake, and that that's going to be the categories that I might switch up, because right now we've got best worst remake, like, it's called Best Pointless Remake and Worst Pointless Remake. I'm thinking about combining those into one, since all remakes are, po- are you know, all remakes are pointless, and just have it be Worst Remake instead. Worst Remake Reboot, and then expand that category a little bit. It's what I'm thinking right now, and then, then we can add in a new category uh, for next year. But we'll have to wait and see. It depends on what the people want. Soul Assassin says, but she just wants to entertain people. Uh, Michael Martinez says, Brie Larson is the ultimate NPC, I swear. Uh, Thunderduck says, Hollywood is dying. Who will replace it? Streaming, crowdfunded movies. I miss the 90s a lot. No woke crap. Um, I would say online communities. Definitely online communities would have a very good chance of replacing it at some point. For sure. Everyone's very happy with the choice of Brie Larson. Jeremy Swiggs says, Banks had to have been close. I got to cover that already. Tech guy, what if Brie Larson wants to video conference and to accept after you tag her, would you let her? Yes, I would. I would actually. Because <laughs> I would love to tell her to her face, hey, you say some really stupid things. <laughs> let me mansplain to you for a second. Because I would love to see her get triggered. <laughs> oh man, I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. All right, let's see. Uh, Slicer Neon says, maybe after winning two Ravens, Brie can afford a... Oh, I'm not going to... Oh, I'm not going to... Slicer, no, get out of here with that. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't go after people for that. I don't go after people for that. Uh, Jaysto says, need to make the award a plank of wood for Brie. <laughs> oh, could you imagine when I actually... If I'm ever able to get actual physical awards? Like, obviously, it's going to start all digital, like, I would love to have some really nice-looking graphics for the actual awards themselves. That'd be fun. But then to have, like, actual physical awards, too? Oh, that'd be great. That would be great. <laughs> Alex McCarthy says, Your thumbnails are breathtaking. No, Alex, you're breathtaking. And I'm wearing a jacket just like Keanu. You're breathtaking. And you are. Laura then says, Lazy people are smart. This is true. <laughs> From, from I'm assuming one I'm assuming one lazy to another lazy right yeah I, I we're, we're we're the same team we're the same team there 
Uh, let's see. Nitrium. Just happy we don't need to listen to winners' speeches. Orange man bad. I would also like to thank my lawyer. <laughs> yes, seriously, right? Oh, man. And that's what's great about it. That's what absolutely was great about it. Orange Hat Review says, I do simple thumbnails too. Stay awesome. Well, thank you, Orange Hat. In fact, I <laughs> your thumbnails are better than mine. <laughs> Uh, I just love, there's some people that get so triggered by the fact that I just wash out all of the pictures. And you want to know, it's a fun story. I started doing that because I knew people that actually got copyright claimed for their thumbnail, which just flies in the face of reason. But then YouTube sucks. YouTube sucks. It really, really sucks. That's for you, Rosetta. And so I was like, well, I don't want to deal with that nonsense. So I'm just going to take a bunch of pictures and I'm just going to wash them out completely so that they can't possibly argue copyright because I've changed it so much that there really is no case. That's the reason why I started doing those. Fun fact. Fun fact. All right, let's see. Uh, jumping over to DLive. Captain Dean Heiss, what do the Raven Awards actually look like? We don't actually have an official design for it yet. So that's something that we'll work on in the future. And then Captain Gentry says, one day we should do a uh, a one-off award show that could have things like worst remake of all time, worst soundtrack of all time. Hey, if y'all as a community want to do a non-Oscars show where it's all-time movies, that could be fun. That is something that I would be willing to do. Maybe have less categories, but have them be, you know, best movie of all time or uh, worst remake of all time, best remake of all time. Do all-time categories or even do seasons, right? There's a lot of fun stuff that we could do with that, I think. Uh, Captain High says, new Raven category proposal, worst award show. Yes, Oscars would be nominated, Grammys, 